You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today's podcast is about integrative oncology, and we're focusing on an exciting new innovation. Uh, what's new is actually old. Uh, we've often talked about the benefits of wheat germ extract, but uh, it um, needs to be updated into uh, a purified and more effective form that is free of some of the drawbacks of bad taste, having to take a lot of it, and also uh, the potential for wheat allergy or gluten sensitivity. So hence, Metatrol. With us today, Dr. Mary Hardy, board certified in internal medicine, a founder of the Integrative Medical Clinic at Cedars-Sinai Hospital in Los Angeles, uh, and also uh, an integrative oncologist, having been the past medical director of the UCLA Center for Integrative Oncology. So, uh, Dr. Hardy, um, I, I received a sample of, you know, I said, you know, we're going to talk about this product. Send me a sample. I received a sample of the product. I don't have cancer, uh, and I mm -hmm. hope that I'm not susceptible to cancer. I don't really have a strong family history or great risk factors for cancer. Uh -huh. uh, is this something mm -hmm. that, that you know, it is specifically targeted to cancer or is it something that of, of general interest? Because you talked about a wide variety of benefits, you know, health supporting uh, yes. properties. Cellular metabolism, cellular metabolism, normal function of mitochondria, appropriate utilization of glucose, etc. Well, I, I would say that most of my experience has been with cancer patients. There is a small amount of human research looking at patients with autoimmune conditions, specifically rheumatoid arthritis. And and I've also used it with some patients with rheumatoid arthritis. And it it, it um sort of it sort of flips the TH one and, and TH two um uh antigen stuff so that the cancer the the cell starts to recognize itself mm -hmm. more effectively basically. For for, for yeah for our listening audience here that we can talk about you know TH one, TH two. These are sort of two arms of, of the so called uh uh memory T cell uh function. Mm -hmm. And you know maybe mm -hmm. you can explain it because I sometimes get the TH one and TH two uh, confused, but I, I generally I think uh one predisposes to uh uh fighting off cancer and pathogens, and the other uh, mm -hmm. may be associated with allergies, autoimmunity. Am I on the right track there? Yeah, that's not, yeah, and, 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 the, and more to the, and even more to the point, it's the balance between the two 
that sort of keeps it in check from, because when someone has an autoimmune um, condition, they start to mistake their normal cells for their, for their quote unquote, the enemy or something that they've seen an antigen for. So by sort of balancing out or mellowing out or, or deactivating part of the arousal system, then you, you don't get this overreaction. So that's something that if someone has an autoimmune condition could be, could be, could be discussed. It's, it's possible to discuss that. And, um, and the other possibility, uh, the way I've started to more recently use it is, um, you know, it, it's it, by helping mitochondrial function, the um, the uh, uh, capacity would be, the thought would be that it would also help support energy. You know, if you're supporting energy production, then the thought would be that you could support what we describe as our general energy or lack of fatigue, I guess is another way to say it. So I've started to think about that in conditions um, where fatigue is very pronounced. And I've been using it with a handful of patients and even family members who have um, long COVID syndrome. And it seems to be a bit helpful in supporting energy in that way. So that's one place I would think about it. I've also used it with um, fibromyalgia patients who have marked fatigue as part of their presentation. I've done that. But I don't have the same degree of... Um, research confirmation that I did for the cancer stuff I was doing. So, Right. But so I, but so have, you see that I there have, actually is, this is not a, a folkloric uh, remedy, you know, like, uh, you know, no. Tahitian no. noni juice, you know, used for centuries by the Polynesians uh, who are, appear no. really healthy in paintings by Paul Gauguin, you know, with beautiful hair and skin. Right. Right. Uh, it, so there actually right. is it's, research uh, on the uh, supportive benefits of uh, fermented wheat germ yeah. extract and specifically mm -hmm. uh, something akin to this formula for uh, yeah. supporting uh, energy, immunity, and overall recovery in cancer patients. And reduction of and reduction of toxicity, Side improvement effects. of quality of life during during treatment. Yeah, and this is I think this again worth mentioning. This is a highly refined product. And it, it was scientifically refined, you know, in this very methodical process of sort of taking the extract apart and then, and then putting it back together to find the smallest amount of the extract that would contain 100% of the activity. And they reduced it from 5 grams to 250 milligrams. And that's like, you know, 5 grams is 5,000 milligrams. So you can see there's a tremendous reduction in the, um, in the amount that was necessary. So a lot of extraneous stuff. Mm -hmm was taken out and luckily that's where a lot of the bad taste and the gluten was so it's a, it's so, a concentrated um, food in effect but it's been yeah. purified to mm -hmm. have the active elements uh i wanted to talk to you yeah. a little bit about uh you know neuropathy because uh one yeah. of the the cardinal side effects and very debilitating side effects of chemo is uh, uh -huh. There's pins and needle sensation or even loss of sensation yeah. in the feet, especially, mm -hmm. but also sometimes in the fingertips. It's peripheral okay. neuropathy, nerve mm -hmm. damage. And yep. Uh, yep. There's, yep. there's not a lot about uh, of concern by oncologists. You know, they really want to make sure that people tolerate the maximal amount of chemotherapy and the, and the cancer goes away and they right. get a full remission. Right. Right. Uh, but, yeah. you know, at what cost? And are there ways to... Uh, preserve nerve function that don't interfere with the chemo. Uh huh. Um, 
And you can understand that the cancer doctor is always making the calculus of you have a deadly disease, I need to get rid of your deadly disease. So they will tolerate um, and not 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 demeaning them or, or saying yeah. they're bad, but they'll say, "Look, if I can get rid of this really it's bad a cancer, and you can survive." It's a it's trade-off. A, it's a reasonable trade-off. But I'll give you an example of a patient of mine in CLA. He was actually um, from the music department, and he was a clarinetist. And for him, even a minor loss of nerve function would have significantly impaired his ability to play at a very high professional level. So what we did was he went to sort of prevention mode, and um, you know we, I gave him um, I did give him some some fermented wheat germ extract again just for general support, but I also would look at people who who um, who take a chemotherapy that attacks the nerves, um, or attacks actually some of the supporting tissues around the nerves, and give them a nutri- a nutrient that would be specifically supportive for those cells. So in this case, the thing that had the most research behind it was um, glutamine. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and that. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and so that, and so by, so what happens is, um, and this is when I would say I wanted to give the, the cancer patient glutamine. A lot of the oncologists will go, "Oh my God, no! It'll make them tumor grow more." And I go, "Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, if I have an isolated." system and I give them, I give a, I give a test tube tumor, glutamine, yes, it will grow. But what happens in the body is the cancer is, is so avid for both sugar and things that can break down into sugar, like glutamine can be broken down into, into sugar, that it just sucks it up. It uses 10 to 50 times more sugar than the average cell does. So it's already dragging it from every place and it's already maximized its utilization it's the it's the loudest voice in the room it's taking all the nutrients Mm -hmm. but what happens is it takes it away from tissues that you know are are glutamine dependent to function correctly and that's the lining cells of your mucous membranes that's Mm -hmm. why you get sore mouth with chemo mucositis it's called in medicine mucositis exactly and and also the um those cells around the supporting the nerves and the nerves don't, they demyelinate and they don't conduct signals very well. They actually get damaged. And so the problem in, in, in actually intact systems like this, you all, when you supply glutamine, you're giving it to the normal cells because they have already been robbed of all their glutamine. You're just giving them back some glutamine so they can function normally. And it's not enough to, to materially affect the cancer. That's already maxed out. So that's what I usually do, and I also might give them um, benfodiamine, a, a modest dose, a low dose B complex is another possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and so B six in particular, B one, B twelve, And and instead of giving B one, I give benfodiamine, which is a synthetic Benf- form of yeah, B one. Benfotiamine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of thiamine, yeah. It, it's it's a little bit more um, better absorbed and probably a little bit better a little bit better efficacy for stuff like this but mm-hmm. but that's an example of what I might do for yeah. glutamine uh, for, for, for uh, neuropathy would be glutamine B vitamin um, and um, and then especially if it's like oxaloplatinum avoid cold exposure which makes it worse and people have also done things like where 
cold gloves and cold hats and things mm-hmm. to try to decrease the circulation to the areas of the mm. fingers and toes. Yeah, it's like a, like a cold follicles. cap to prevent hair loss. You know, that's what sometimes right. uh, that, that's the women do. Yeah. It, it actually works. It's just a big pain to do. Yeah. But they'll wear sometimes fingers and finger cold gloves, too. And that has been shown to be helpful. But I didn't have mm. a lot of experience with that. Only They only had the cold caps developed, and the glove thing is just relatively new. So, yeah, but that's another possibility, too. Interesting. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. When it comes to uh, supporting uh, the white blood cells, you know, because, like, there's a certain Mm -hmm. decision point where oncologists say, okay, you you can't take any more chemo. I mean, they do have things like uh, Neupogen, injections that they can give you that boost your white count so you can still tolerate the chemo. But there's a certain point where they say, no more chemo for you. Uh, What can you do Uh to sustain white counts? Uh Well, um, interestingly enough, in some of the human studies that were done with the fermented wheat germ extract, the patients who took it, their white counts were better preserved. Um, and um, and so that, I think, is something we're thinking about. We saw that in the oral cancer patients and in the pediatric patients. Um, one of the really most dangerous side effects of chemo is a, neutro- a neutropenic no-white cell fever. Those fevers happen when you don't have enough white cells left to even defend yourself against things that are normally in the environment and normally aren't toxic. And that, and that fever, it can be, it then requires you to go to the hospital, you need immediate treatment. You usually they're taking a ton of different kinds of antibiotics, antifungals or whatever. So something that can keep your white count up, again, relieves some of the toxicity. So there is some evidence of that for the fermented wheat germ extract. There's also some evidence of that for particular extracts of curcumin that were shown to keep the white count up a little bit. Um, their traditional Chinese formulas, that's again a whole subspecialty area of, of um, integrative cancer care to have a, a, someone who knows a lot about Chinese medicine to be able to pick the right formulas for that. So um, it, it's again, it's a, it's a tough, it's tough to do. It's tough to do. You don't get the white count normalized. You just, it just doesn't go quite as low. So. And, and then you mentioned the medicinal mushrooms, which may also help to support. Medicinal immunity. mushrooms can help. Yep. Yep. And there's a, a again a product that's sold along with the um, fermented wheat germ extract. That's a an AHCC. It's yep. a, a it's a, a a combination of mushrooms and a, and a, and, a, and a, again a fermented set of mushrooms. That's that's very nice. I think that's made by the same company, the the HarmonyCompany dot com. They they sell that as well. They sell that as well. Do they sell it as HCC or brand name uh, Empower? Uh, It's Empower. Yeah. Thank you for for saying that. Yeah. I M M uh, Power P O W E R. Yeah. Empower. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Empower. Yeah. And And I hear, by the way, I hear that. Excuse me. I hear that uh, in Japan, where this stuff was invented. Uh Uh, it's actually on the medical mm-hmm. formulary, and virtually all yes. uh, patients who are subjected yes. to immunosuppressive treatments yep. for cancer uh, get it. You know, yep. and it, the government pays Absolutely. for it because it's it's so well validated. Yep. It's, it's, part, it's part of standard it care. Part of the, it was part of their development of of the standard care of cancer patients. Yes, and it's also used during radiation treatments as well, because radiation can suppress the bone marrow too, depending on exactly what part of the body is being radiated. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. 
That's true. And and then there's a bunch of other mush, different kinds of mushrooms. You may have heard of maitake, shiitake, um, uh, reishi, all those kinds of mushrooms, uh, turkey, turkey tail versicolor, um, coriolis versicolor is the same, different name for the same thing, or turkey tail mushroom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cordyceps, those are all mushrooms or fun, or fungi, because cordyceps is dead technically a fungi. It's usually classed with the mushrooms. But those tend to be things that have beneficial effects with surprisingly little negative effects. They don't have herb drug interactions. They don't just like fermented wheat herb doesn't have ferment doesn't have herb drug interactions. They tend to have their benefits. They act in, in on sort of normal processes to fortify them or make them stronger. They're not this oppositional kind of medicine that we do a lot in conventional medicine. And they, they tend to operate with uh, with really pretty much low toxicity. It's like an example of a potential free lunch in the universe. I agree. Yeah. So. And, and lately I've heard of the impact of the microbiome on the efficacy of chemo and immunotherapy, yeah. which is very interesting. I, yeah. Just an article that I just read today said that patients getting uh, this new promising immunotherapy for melanoma, where people actually can survive this yeah. almost yeah. uniformly fatal disease, uh, do yeah. well with fecal transplants. It's just mind-blowing that yeah. it, it, there, it really has the potential to I help. You think about that, and it's kind of a nasty thought. But if you're if you really want to be well, you kind of just yeah. get over that. And they basically put somebody else's sort of refined fecal matter into capsules, and you swallow them, mm-hmm. and that's what you do. Now, if we're going to talk about less traumatic ways, exactly, less, you know, short of that, you know, what can we do? <laughs> um, well, I think the first thing is we have to make sure we're feeding our microbiome the right stuff. So we have to make sure we're giving them lots of different kinds of fiber, and to do that is to have a um, you know eat the rainbow, eat all kinds of different fruits and vegetables, and then think about things that are relatively high in fiber, like flax or oatmeal or foods like that that have a lot of fiber in them. That's one thing, and then um, be careful not to injure the microbiome. So you don't want to take antibiotics if you don't have to. And like mm-hmm. I said, if you if you get a fever while your white count is low, they will give you yeah. a lot of very strong antibiotics appropriately. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, because that those fevers will definitely kill you. Yeah. So um, so you want to avoid harming your microbiome, and and I, I do think there's some you could do some probiotics, but. If we don't, if we're not feeding the bacteria correctly, then it doesn't almost matter that we throw in a few extra good bacteria. But, um, but so feeding the bacteria, taking the good bacteria, avoiding harming the microbiome, all that stuff um, tends to be really helpful, really helpful. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've given us a, a comprehensive mm-hmm. overview of some of the things that can work, uh, some of the pitfalls when it comes to combining uh, natural therapies with uh, high-tech uh, conventional. Uh, oncology, and uh, there's a lot more to learn, and that's been your life's work to discern what works, what doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, what gets in the way. What's and, safe? And th- yeah. What's and, safe? Yeah. And 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 that's what integrative oncology is all about, which is a very very exciting field. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. thanks for being a a long term stalwart uh, for that principle, because I know that you you know you bucked headwinds as a physician uh, introducing some of these heretical ideas into mainstream medicine at major university hospital centers like Cedar Sinai and at UCLA. Uh, but uh, it, it it's something that is really worth considering, and it's gaining acceptance. And the patients were the biggest advocates. They felt better, and they sat. They sit in rooms, therapy rooms with other patients who are 
who don't feel well and are throwing up and are worn out. And, and they say, gee, I'm doing so much better. You should go see my doctor and see what she's doing for me. And they're the best advocates. People know what works for them. Well, great stuff. And, you know, just a reminder, because today we talked about uh, Metatrol. Here's the heads up on how to get it. Go to theharmonycompany.com. You need to write theharmonycompany.com or call 800-422-5518. And as a special introductory offer, you can use coupon code HOPMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount on Metatrol plus free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com. And uh, Dr. Hardy, is there a place where people can learn mm-hmm. more about you and your work? You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm really kind of a luddite about that. Um, and what I will promise you that I, I'm thinking about starting a website to kind of talk to people about this. And if I, if I get my, if I get that together, I will certainly give you a call, and we can come back and talk about that. Then. Absolutely, and then we can reprise the podcast and you know talk more about this fascinating yeah, subject. Absolutely. Well, thanks very much for joining us. That's Dr. Oh, it was Mary great. Hardy. I love talking to you. I love talking to you. Very smart about all this, and it was really fun, a fun conversation. Thank you. I agree. I enjoyed it, too. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.